0: Welcome to the 7 Figure Box Show. My name is Andrew Frezza. and today's episode, I want to break down how we program and differentiate our beach fit in our FTX programming. And I want to do this not because I think that we have the perfect way to, to separate our two programs or that our, ra- our way is the right way. The reason I want to do this is because I want to show you guys the work that we've done recently. We've done this work recently to kind of redefine how we want these programs to look and how we want the workouts to look each day um, to help out our entire staff, front desk staff, coaches, and members as well, but really get everyone in our staff on the same page of what is the direction of these programs and how can we create parameters that we're working under so we can be as creative as we want to be knowing what sort of our limitations are. And I think that a lot of creativity comes from having certain parameters in place. And I've talked before about programming on other on other podcasts. And I still feel very strongly about this is that I think programming is still very overrated in a lot of functional fitness environments, um, especially in a CrossFit type of gym. A lot of people that do the programming are the gym owner and that gym owner is very protective over that programming and and uh, it feels like that their programming is, is the best and what makes them special. And I think that's a very, uh, I just think it's very overrated for a lot of reasons. And I don't think that that's truly what makes a lot of gyms special. And I think that a lot of people, if they're, if they're doing constantly varied functional movements and they're paying attention to kind of varying loads and intensities and movement patterns, then they're probably creating an awesome program and that um you know if you're making those workouts fun a lot of that stuff is going to come down to every other thing that's built around the experience like the coaching and the class experience and the cleanliness and the staging and all the other stuff that goes into it and the actual programming itself matters very little in terms of the results people get if it's working under you know if it has a certain base level of um good design to it But where I think that people overlook programming is how programming affects the pace of class, how programming affects the type of culture you wanna create. And that's what's really important about us defining these parameters is that we do want um, an overlap of culture, but we do want a separation of culture as well with BeachFit and FTX. And we wanna be able to create some clarity on what those separations are, both for our staff and for our members. So I wanna share the way we've broken that down, some of the differences that we've defined for our two programs. And you know, for us, it's FTX and Beach Fit. You could generalize and say, okay, FTX more of a CrossFit program, Beach Fit's more of a boot camp program. But I'm gonna break it down for you. I'll also have some links that you guys can go um, and find and download. So you can see this really broken down in a nice, clean, easy to read format. That's gonna be at sevenfigurebox.com programming. Um, But let me get into and talk about some of these differences. Okay, so for again, us FTX is our our newly named formerly CrossFit classes here. And that's a 60 minute class. BeachFit is a 45 minute class. So first difference is the time domain. Second difference is that FTX really has more of those high intensity workouts on average with more moderate durations. Okay, whereas BeachFit tends to be more moderate intensity with longer durations, okay? And the ideal time domain that we look for with a FTX Metcon is 10 to 20 minutes, okay? We want four to five workouts every week to be in that 10 to 20 minute range. Whereas for beach fit, on average, those workouts are longer. So actually, even though it's a shorter class, 45 minutes, the you know workout of the day the metcon whatever you want to call it is usually 18 to 25 minutes It's usually in that longer range and we try to hit that range four to five a week now the difference in the class experience though is that ftx generally has a strength format or a skill format three to four times a week so that's where that additional time is going and usually that strength format is going to be 10 to 16 minutes in length it's going to be working with low rep ranges one to six reps at a time we're typically going to be resting more than we're working so we don't love to have a ton of downtime we're often doing supersets in ftx so we're combining kind of like you know the main movement like a back squat or a power clean or a deadlift and we're, we're going to uh, superset that with a accessory movement you know if we're doing back squats maybe it's going to be a core movement if we're doing uh, deadlifts. Maybe it's going to be some kind of upper body movement. If it's a upper body push, like a bench press, maybe we're ex- uh, accessory movement is going to be an upper body pull to kind of counterbalance that. But we've learned that the pace of class is really important, and we don't love to have a lot of downtime. But we also know that rest is important for strength training and, and strength development. So we try to use things like accessory movements and supersets in our FTX classes to. Um, help prevent a lot of downtime, but in a strength format, you're still gonna be resting more likely, more than you're working, okay? Now in beach fit, we started to incorporate some strength formats as well. We've cut them down significantly because of COVID and you're not really, it makes it harder to like grab a set of dumbbells and then trade them in and grab a heavier set of dumbbells or to move across a line. If we have like a line of kettlebells from heavy to light and we want our athletes to move up as they're, they're going through an EMOM um, it makes it hard to do that because of the, the current state of having to clean everything, having to stay in squares. So we're doing a lot less strength formats, but when we, we were in a, a pre-COVID world, we still like to do one to two strength formats in beach fit every week. And those actually were usually eight to 12 minutes. So instead of like the 10 to 16 minute length, they tend to be shorter, eight to 12 minutes. And most often they were only eight or 10 minutes in length the rep range was typically now in the 5 to 12 range right versus that 1 to 6 range for FTX and there was usually minimal or active rest so we might do a strength component where you're su- you're super setting it with a 40 second plank hold so it's something that's not super intense necessarily but it's eating up a lot of time so you're not having a lot of downtime or maybe we'll say something like okay you're gonna do A set of tempo goblet squats and then after each tempo goblet squat you're gonna do a hundred meter easy jog and then take a few breaths or seconds before the next set of goblet squats and try to build each set okay so it's still lower intensity than our Metcon for that day but it's it's again keeping that person moving and keeping them engaged in that and we almost always or actually we always superset movements in beach fit. And we almost always have a tempo in beach fit. So we do a lot of tempos in FTX, but we do even more tempos in beach fit. And pretty much we focus on strength being more about time under tension rather than the weight um, in beach fit, okay? Now, when it comes to the technical movements or the complexity of each day, this is another big differentiating factor, right? FTX is not just beach fit without a barbell. FTX is less complex movements. So, or sorry, FTX is more complex movements. So usually we have one to two technical movements every single day. All right. So that could be snatch and toes to bar. That could be a, you know, handstand hold and a barbell back squat. We're even going to throw in that kind of technical category. Whereas in beach fit, we do a lot of low to moderate complexity movements and only a few technical movements in the entire week and the most technical movement we probably do in our beach fit program is the d-ball clean um we still do stuff like we'll do dumbbell hang snatches but we'll do a muscle snatch like we'll show people the power snatch but 95 percent of people we encourage and really uh, promote them doing a muscle snatch okay and we try to simplify things that way but again those are probably the two most complex movements that we do and for the most part it's a lot simpler things that we're doing beach fit and that's one of the things that makes it beach fit the other thing that we like to think about when we structure these is that ftx usually has a focus for each day okay and that focus is usually going to be a movement pattern okay so on a day where the the focus is a hinge movement pattern If we have a strength that is a deadlift, okay, we might continue to do deadlifts in the Metcon, but most likely it's gonna be a variation of a hinge in the Metcon. So in the Metcon, there's probably gonna be a kettlebell swing. There's probably gonna be a dumbbell snatch. There's probably gonna be a D ball clean. There's gonna be some kind of hinge in that Metcon that builds off the hinge that we did in the strength. Um, but then we're, we're usually building up a good volume of that. You're gonna be sore from that thing. So you're gonna you know, usually take 24 to 48 hours off from that movement pattern, or at least from significant reps of that movement pattern before you hit it again um, you know, three or four days later. When it comes to beach fit though, we kind of do the opposite. So rather than giving each day a daily focus, we actually try to make every day a full body element where you're hitting a little bit of each movement pattern you know not necessarily every single pattern at the same day like we're not trying to do horizontal pushing like push-ups bench press every single day but we might do some variation of shoulders or upper body or pushing every single day in some form of another so one day it might be burpees one day it might be an overhead carry one day it might be a strict press one day it might be a push press a thruster a wall ball like it it could be a number of different things in there but we're not necessarily going to try to avoid those movements. We actually in almost intentionally will do a little bit of each thing each day. And the goal with that is it is more of a um, almost like a movement practice um, rather than a focus for that day. And we never want people to be too sore from beach fit. And we always want them to feel like they got that full body element to it. So. Again, in in FTX, it's kind of this idea of let's have a focus. Let's challenge that movement pattern. We're okay with that person being sore in that movement pattern because we're going to give a break from that movement pattern in the next 48 hours. Where in BeachFit, we're saying, no, let's attack the full body, but let's keep the volume of any one movement pattern low. So that way we can do the similar thing the next day and focus on it. Um, The other thing that we really think about in BeachFit is like, core is kind of like its own real category and we often are including movements in there to hit the core or to slow down given workouts and that's going back to kind of our intensity piece is that we'll do a lot of holds and static things in beach fit like a plank like a hollow like a wall sit in a workout to kind of slow people down um, and keep them moving very intentionally as well now, when it comes to like the perfect day um, and we have this idea of the perfect day in in ftx and beach fit because we want to give our programmers like what is that ideal what is the thing that most people like and you're never going to please everyone with programming another reason why i say programming is, is overrated is because you're you're always going to please some and then others are going to dislike it because everyone has personal preferences okay so When it comes to the perfect day though, the one that I think fits the most people, for FTX that looks like a 10 to 15 minute strength piece. Okay, some kind of superset again with a main lift and an accessory piece. And then that's followed by a 10 to 20 minute triplet of a gymnastics movement, a monostructural movement, and a weightlifting movement. Okay, so an example of that, I'm just gonna make one off the top of my head. The strength could be a 12 minute EMOM where on minute one, you're doing three back squats. On minute two, you're doing five body saws during that time. And then at the end of that 12 minutes, you go into a Metcon that is a 12 minute AMRAP of 12 wall balls, which would be your weightlifting movement, 12 calorie row, which would be your monostructural movement and 12 toes to bar, which would be your gymnastics movement. And I would consider that to be a perfect day um, in the sense that you have kind of the focus around the squat. The squat would be your main focus of the day. You have a little bit of a core in there um, in both pieces of the toes bar and the body saw. Um, and then you have that minor structural piece in there as well. Um, when it comes to beach fit, that perfect day is going to look like an 18 to 25 minute workout And it's usually gonna consist of four to five exercises. Okay, so in general, um, in beach fit, we're doing more exercises per piece. Our sweet spot in FTX is a triplet, we love triplets. In beach fit, it's four to five movements in that given workout is gonna be kind of the ideal day. And usually those four to five movements are gonna be picked from uh, several categories. So like one cardio element or monostructural element, one upper body, one lower body, one core slash carry movement we kind of throw core and carry together and then one um usually have one kind of isometric or tempo assigned in there we like to have almost every day one of those movements has either a static hold built into it or a tempo built into it so example of that might be like hey we're going to do push presses and at the end of every push press you're going to do a 3 second hold at the top or we've done thrusters that way before we've done that in FTX as well but this would be something that's more common in a beach environment where we might say, okay, you're gonna do thrusters and at the top of every thruster, you're gonna do a three second hold or on the way down of your thruster, it's gonna be three seconds down and then explode into that upward portion of the thruster. And again, going through those categories, we're trying to pick kind of one from each box. And since we have all these different categories um, with with the cardio, um, we could break it down further. So it could be upper body pull, upper body push, lower body pull, lower body um, push would be like hinge or squat. You could think of it that way. If we hit four or five of those every day, then that means that one or two of those categories is not gonna get hit in a given day. So the next day they will we'll definitely hit those one or two categories in addition to bringing some of the categories in from the previous day. And then every third or fourth day, you're getting a break from certain type of movement patterns. So you might do some kind of shoulders, kind of upper body push support position two to three days in a row, but then you're likely to get a break from that on that third or fourth day. Now, when it comes to the shortest workout of the week, right? I mentioned the sweet spot, ideal time is kind of 10 to 20 minutes for FTX, 18 to 25 minutes for beach fit, but the short workout of the week in FTX is almost always ten, less than 10 minutes. All right, We like to have that shorter sprint, Um, one thing that we've learned over the years is like, we're not really as big of fans, even though I like, I like the workout grace or I like Fran, those things are kind of fun to do, but because they're just kind of that one hit and done, we find that a lot of people kind of miss the stimulus with those types of workouts. Whereas when we do intervals, we can still do sprint type of intervals. And we get some volume in there. So people still get a little bit more of that, like extra sweat, that extra challenge they might want from an aerobic standpoint. Um, But it's teaching them how to do repeat efforts and still teaching them how that, how to do that sprint. So an example would be like, okay, instead of doing Fran, we're going to do nine, six, three Fran. And we're going to do that every five minutes for three rounds. Okay. So at zero, you do nine, six, three Fran at five minutes. You're going to do nine, six, three Fran at Ten minutes, you're gonna do nine six three fan, and I just made that off, up off the top of my head again. But like that might be a workout. It's like okay, if you do that fast, you can get it done in ninety seconds or less. You have three and a half minutes of rest, but now you got to learn how to repeat that. Okay, so we're still teaching some of those more short, intense um, energy systems, but at the same time, we're teaching the, the ability to repeat that, which I think also is important to note that that is more important for the skill set people, our members want in life, they don't necessarily want to just do something once and be done with it, they want to be able to repeat something. So I think it's a more translatable skill to life. Okay, but again, the short workout for the week, in that case, that example, I I told you, yes, it was, it was more than 10 minutes, if you look at the running clock. But in terms of work, it was four and a half minutes of work. So if we do an interval format, we're probably going to stay really low, it's probably going to be six minutes or less of actual work. And then if we do something that's not an interval format, we might do an eight minute AMRAP, seven minute AMRAP. One workout we did just this past week was an eight minute AMRAP of uh, devil's press, like one devil's press, then 20 double unders, two devil's press, 20 double unders, three devil's press, 20 double unders. So a workout like that is a short workout that we would never have in beach fit because it's just too short. Um, And it's also too few movements. Um, And also devil's press is too complex. So you can start to see where there's all these different elements that, yes, you could argue, okay, you know, a lot of people look at this. Well, it's not a barbell, right? Devil's press is not a barbell movement. It's a dumbbell movement. So that's a beach fit style workout. But there's all these elements that are very clear to us as we've defined it, that that workout's too short. It's too complex of a movement. Um, and it's, it, yeah, it's, it's too intense, too, too few movements in that to be what we would consider a good, well-programmed beach fit workout. All right. So if we turn that into beach fit workout, it might be the same uh, ascending reps of a, of a hang snatch, um, it might have burpees as another movement. It might have jump rope singles. And then it might have a 30 second plank hold after each round. And that might be a 15 minute or 18 minute workout as opposed to the eight minute workout that I originally presented. So in beach fit, our short workout of the week is usually gonna be um, around 12 minutes, usually no less than 10. Sometimes we will every once in a while go go under 10, but it it will probably be an interval format. Like we've done workouts where it's like eight rounds of one minute on, one minute off. So it's a 16 minute workout, but it's only eight minutes of work. So however you wanna categorize that, you can categorize it. I would actually kind of call that an in-between, like a 12 minute workout, and just kind of split the difference. But if you wanted to look at it as like only eight minutes of work and more of a sprint type format, that might be a format that we might use in Beach Fit, and that might look like okay, you're gonna bust out a 10 calorie bike sprint and uh, an AMRAP of you know burpees or thrusters in remaining time. You know that might be one of the few couplet days in Beach Fit, um, but those are really really rare. Now, when it comes to like signature movements, oh, actually, sorry, long workouts of the week, I almost skipped that long workout of the week is uh in ftx now over 30 minutes we try to go over 30 minutes once a week and this is kind of new for us actually we used to kind of follow i don't know if this is from the the crossfit level two but somewhere in my head i had this idea stuck that it was considered long if you went over 20 minutes maybe that was from the crossfit open you know because you never really expected anything longer than 20 minutes But I always had this in my head for our programming that long for us meant over 20 minutes in a week, and we would go long more once or twice a week. Now though, we do try to make sure that we go close to 30 minutes or even over 30 minutes at least once a week. So when when it comes to FTX, if you guys are starting to picture this and see this, the spectrum of what we do is just a lot bigger. So it's not that FTX is always shorter or always longer, Um, it just has a larger spectrum in terms of, we do simple and technical movements. We go short and we go long and we do everything in between. Whereas beach fits more condensed in terms of what we do. So the long workout in beach fit in a given week is usually going to be 25 to 28 minutes. Um, and that's something that's usually if we're doing something like that, it's going to be much more lower intensity stuff. I mean, you will be super sweaty coming out of there. You're going to feel like you worked, but the goal is not to create that intensity for 25 to 28 minutes those are the days that we tend to have a good amount of cardio, a good amount of core, a good amount of isometric stuff that's keeping the heart rate at kind of more that aerobic zone rather than that that anaerobic zone. We've also just find some signature movements for the two different programs. And not that these are like some kind of crazy movements we came up with, but just like what are the movements that we're only gonna program in FTX? And what are the movements that we're only gonna program in Beach Fit? We've had this interchange more over the years, and you know, through coaching classes, um, having maybe more inexperienced people in Beach Fit versus FTX, we've learned. Okay, you know what? This wasn't a great movement for this program, and we should keep this movement only in this program. You know, or in, in terms of FTX, I think there's a lot of, especially kind of the old school CrossFitters that will look down upon certain movements and. You know there's some movements we'll still make them do but there's some movements where we're like okay we'll leave that to beach fit if they look down upon it we don't necessarily need to have that in ftx we can kind of keep that in beach fit so what i'm talking about like ftx movements would be like rope climbs barbell obviously um any type of handstand any type of kipping movement those are all things that we only do in ftx um Turkish get-ups would be another one that we do only in FTX devil's press man makers in beach fit those signature movements are things like battle ropes um, we just started doing this this movement that's like a explosive lateral um, step up but kind of like um, just like almost like an agility movement there um, Soccer taps is one that we do to dumbbell and then a lot of like core and band movements that we do um, we we would, rarely or never program in FTX. Um, And when it comes to some of the never perform movements um, in FTX, these are just things that we've learned over the years that don't really work for our mindset and our programming. So like one of those is kipping handstand pushups, right? And that's one that's been traditionally in CrossFit for a while, but that was one that we decided against because we just saw that there was a lot of really good athletes that moved really well. That would still hurt themselves on kipping handstand push-ups, and not just like hurt a shoulder or strain a wrist or something like that, but getting spine and neck and head issues like migraines, like um, you know, uh, disc issues in their neck. And not to say that stuff hasn't ever happened with you know someone's back and deadlifts. We just found that it was happening more than we wanted to see um, in that particular movement, since we didn't do them that often. Um, and these were from people that were moving really well, and then you had people that didn't move as well that were taking on even more risk because they're they're resting on their head and neck and doing things like that. So we still do strict handstand, strict handstand push-ups. We still will mix in some handstand walks every while, but we stopped doing kipping handstand push-ups altogether um, because we just don't see it as a fit for our program, you know. And I, I would encourage you guys to to figure that out for you as well. I think a lot of people decide their programming based on what they see in other places or what what CrossFit tells them they should and shouldn't do. And I think it's really important, especially as you gain experience in this, to figure out what movements you think are useful, um, you think are beneficial, and to do that. And that could be, you know, that just might be the constraints you have in your gym, right? There's gyms that can't run because they're in a city and they don't have a great running path and they don't have space for treadmills and they just don't get to run even though they might think running the best movement there's gyms that love the ghd but can't you know afford the space and the money that goes into having ghds we're one of those people i mean we used to have a lot of ghds and now we just have them kind of for we have two of them for accessory work because um we still like having that option for personal training clients but it just became really almost impossible to incorporate them in a class environment. So we just started to move away from them. But I know there's things like snatches for people, um, potentially back squats because you don't, you're unsure of people being able to comfortably back rack given given weight. There's all kinds of things that you may decide for your membership is just not the right fit or for this new program that's like a, a beach fit or a boot camp style thing. You say, you know what, what is the signature movement that we want to have and what are the signature movements that we want to avoid. And a great example of this is, is uh, what Alchemy's doing. If you follow Stu Brower, one of his good friends, Mike Jones at Alchemy, uh, built a torpedo, which is like this blend of a kettlebell and a dumbbell, and they build a lot of their program around that. So F- your signature movements can be things that you're adding into the mix and it also can be things that you're choosing to avoid now let's just kind of review here some of the key elements see if i missed any so key elements in ftx is intensity um, over the years tempos is a key element higher skilled movements consistent strength work three to four times a week building to heavier weights lower rep ranges in those strengths downtime between those sets we're okay with downtime it's a little slower moving class in ftx versus beach fit whereas in beach fit there's little to no downtime There's lots of time under tension. That's a big theme in in Beach Fit. The intensities tend to be more moderate on average, more sustainable, more aerobic. And there's a lot of functional bodybuilding elements in it. We we steal a lot of stuff from Marcus Philly and other people that are doing similar stuff. And we do a lot of core and aerobic work in Beach Fit. Um, So I'll have a link to this. Again, if you guys wanna find that, it's gonna be at sevenfigurebox.com slash programming, where you guys can see this nice built out chart that just has FTX down one side, beach fit down the other, and just breaks it down by category, time domain, daily focus, what a short workout is, what a long workout is. And I wanna encourage you guys to do that for your programs and do that for your program, regardless of whether you have two programs or not, right? I'm, I'm doing it as a comparison, but I think it's important for you guys to do this for your main program even if you only have one because you might still be a CrossFit gym and potentially don't want to be a CrossFit gym in the future or you might just be a CrossFit gym that has their own brand of CrossFit. I mean that's what I found over the years. It's one of the reasons why we kind of chose to move away from CrossFit is because we felt like our brand of CrossFit was looked down upon by a lot of other crossfit um crossfitters of ours that were former members or local gyms in the area because they had a different brand of crossfit you know um funny story one of our coaches shared with me the other day was like his first crossfit competition that he signed up for they uh they programmed a 5k as the first event of the the competition and half the people like tried to boycott the competition because they said it wasn't crossfit you know and we're i i'm even though we'll never program a 5K for other reasons, right? For pace of class and experience reasons, the programming side of I'm someone who very much embraces this idea of a 5K is very much CrossFit. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, just for that reason, you want to define what you are, not just what you're not. And I think it's important that you guys build this out for yourself of what what is what am I? What is our program? And again, build it out from the, the standpoint of I'm not just trying to create effective results, but what is the pace of class, the experience, the, the ideal client I'm trying to help? What are all these elements that the programming helps to create, not just um, the results? Because I th- again, I think programming is, is in our environment, the group class functional fitness, environment it's overrated from a results standpoint it's more about those other elements the delivery of it that really makes the difference okay so hopefully you guys found this helpful again that link is gonna be at sevenfigurebox.com slash programming if you have any questions reach out to me andrew at fittown.com and we'll talk to you soon